All right, competitors, on today's brand new episode, we're gonna talk about what it takes to build a competitive mindset in your team. All right, competitor nation, as we kick off a brand new year, I wanna talk about one of the things that I'm asked most often. How do I build a competitive mindset in my team? I've got leaders that are working with, you know, gym owners, whether they're working with sales teams, whether they're working with their PT teams, and they just want to instill this idea of showing up and competing every day in the people that they work with. How do I get other people to see the importance of what it takes to compete every day? And so today I want to talk to you about six quick steps that you can take to be building in your team. Now, when I say quick, the episode is quick, but doing the work is anything but. It requires consistency. It requires specific language on how we talk to our team members, things that we'll continue to discuss on this show. But to kick it off in terms of how we help build a competitive mindset in our team, the first thing we've got to do is set goals. We've got to have targets for our team members to go after. Each and every single individual should know what the team targets are and what their own individual targets are. Think about a a football team. On every given play, every member of that team has an assignment. It's their assignment for that play. Now, they know the target that when the offense is on the field, the target is to get down the field and score a touchdown. Or if it's at the end of the game and they have the lead, they know the job is to get first downs and run out the clock. That is the team target. But individually, they know I need to block this guy on my right or block this person on my left or step in if there's a blitzing linebacker. The receiver knows I've got to run a specific route based on where the cornerback is. Everybody has their own individual goals. They know it. They can execute it. They understand it's important in terms of where it fits for them to succeed and the team to succeed. So everyone needs to understand what their goals are to thrive in their role, what their targets need to be that they need to be aiming for, and how it fits into the larger scheme of the team goals. The second thing you have to do that's probably the most important besides setting the goals is to build the trust and the relationship with them. Time and time again, I talk to coaches, I've talked to leaders, and the thing that continues to go back to the key to great cultures, to great teams, is connection. Building trust within that relationship. Coaches have told me that if you can get to a player's heart, you can get to a player's head. If the player knows that you care about them, then they care about what you know. And it doesn't just apply in locker rooms, it applies in life. Unless our teams know that we care about their success, that we care about them hitting their goals, we care about them getting to where they want to go, they don't really care how much we know about our job. No one, if you're a business owner, no one's going to love your business as much as you do. But it's your job to connect with your team, to show them how much you care about them, where they're trying to go, what they're trying to do, how you can help them succeed. And only then will they start to care about the company too and the care about where you're trying to go. So first we have to set goals, individual and team goals. We have to know that our teammates know where they're going. We've got that competitor mindset, we've got a target. The second thing we have to do to instill that mindset in them is to build the trust and relationship. We've got to focus on getting to the heart of our team members and then we can get to their head. Now, now comes the fun part of competing every single day because we have goals, we have targets, we've got relationship now, we've got this accountability. So the third piece is to set a daily process. 
If you read my book, you saw the importance of using the competitor scorecard to set little bitty steps every single day that add up over time to getting you to where you want to go. Every team member should have their daily process, have their checklist, have the things that are going to move them toward the goal because then we can start to look at that daily process and ask, how can I get better today? How can I compete better today at this activity or at that activity? How, what did I do well yesterday and where can I improve? See, once we have those goals, once we have that relationship where we start to trust each other and we can communicate, and then we have this daily process that gives us a measuring stick every single day of which we will compete, then we start to develop that mindset of here's what I did yesterday, here's how I can do better. We then have to set rewards. We have to identify what happens when we hit our target, when we do well, when we have that great week. If we're working our scorecard, what does it look like when we hit that 90%? What happens when we go 100%? Too quick, we're ready to just jump with consequences of when people mess up. We're quick to point out blame and point out when people fall short. We're quick to punish people when they fall short of expectations. And we're super slow to reward the effort and work put in to do the right thing. And so set those rewards, not just when they hit the goal, but on the effort it takes to get there. Just like we've talked about on the Raising Competitors podcast before, parents, it's important to praise your kid for their effort, for their communication, for how great of a teammate they are, well before you praise them for that goal they scored. And just the same as managers and leaders, we need to learn to praise our team for the consistent great effort they put in, for continually showing up and being a good teammate, for doing the right things, even when at the time those right things aren't quite coming to the results that we want. We know if we work the process long enough, the results will take care of themselves. And so we have to reward them. We have to keep having that progress, keep showing up and being consistent. So number one, we set goals, individual and team goals. We give our mindset a target. We build the trust and relationship. We go after the heart so we can go after the head. That's that team unity. We set those daily sales processes so we have measurements every single day to stack ourselves up against. We know the standard and we can see where we can hit it and where we can raise the bar and when we fall short, how we get better. We reward it. We reward the progress, the effort, the consistency. We don't just focus on the punishments. Number five, we got to have fun. We've got to be in a situation that has fun, that notices the progress, that rewards the progress, that praises it, that enjoys getting better. We use that by how we talk to our team, how we encourage our team, how we act and when we get better and how we respond on the days that we didn't. We never let the hard days win. So how do we teach our teams to rebound and keep going? See, all of this is actually doing is helping instill a growth mindset in your team to set goals to focus on going after the goals, to understand that accountability helps you reach the goals, to identify every single day where we learn, where we get better, what we did well, what we can build upon, and have fun in the process. Not be so fixated on the finish line that we forget to enjoy the run to get there. And then finally, the sixth piece for you leaders is to just practice it. Get your reps in. Try things. Talk to your team. Build your team. Empower your team. Understand that not everything you do is going to be perfect, is going to go right, but the more reps you get doing the things, the better you're going to get at it. 
The more reps you get in building trust and relationship with your team members, the better you're going to be at it. The more you become more aware of how you praise the effort and how people show up consistently, the better you're going to be at it. The more fun your culture is going to be, the more exciting that quote locker room, boardroom is going to be. Building that competitive mindset in your team, whether it's a sports team, a sales team, a a corporate team, it doesn't matter. You got to set goals. You got to build trust. You got to work the daily process. See where you measure up, where you can get better. You got to reward that process. Then you got to have fun and get your reps in. If people come into an environment with trust, where they enjoy the people they work with, where they enjoy the daily process of getting better, where they're praised for their effort, their consistency, how they're showing up, how they're improving, and they're given the opportunity to get reps to get better, that's an atmosphere, a culture, an environment that people want to be a part of because that's one full of competitors who are eventually going to win. Start putting these into practice this week. Build your team, whether we're talking your corporate team, your sports team, or most importantly, your home team, your family. Set those family goals. Build those relationships. Set daily processes. Have fun. Praise effort. Praise the process. Get your reps in, understanding everybody's working to get better. Give each other grace. Be consistent. And keep showing up and competing. I'm cheering for you.